0: at MakeSpace Studios with artist Ezra Kazir Gokchan. It's been a while since I've been in the MakeSpace Studios, but I was just trying to remember the first time that I met you, and I'm pretty sure it was at traveling through one of your MakeSpace
1: or it your was. artist pool uh, yeah. meetings. Yeah, it was an artist, the artist's pool meeting, and Rene invited me there and i met you i saw the shop and fell in love with the shop <laughs> unfortunately it was a very late meeting yes. you you closed the shop up in a very short time after i met you i think it was almost like a month after you yeah were yeah, yeah. something like to. that That's you were tidying up when i saw I was there you know. was a lot of that to do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely
0: this is the traveling through podcast I'm your host Emma, and in this autumn series, my guests are talking about what drew them to London, what influenced them to start a business in the big city, and what drives them to stay. Welcome to series two of the London Pool It's lovely that our paths have crossed again through an artist' pool exhibition yeah. at Shepherd's Market and at that point I really hadn't had much of a chance to talk to you because we were closing the shop and mm-hmm. And that's when, for the first time, that I got to hear a little bit about your story and that you're originally from Turkey. And we'll go into your background in Turkey. But, yeah. but initially, I was just wondering what drew you to London in the, in the first place? And
1: was that is that recent or a while ago? I always wanted to go and live abroad all my life, but it never happened. Uh, when I first had my passport, it was 2014. Really? Yes, really. My goodness, so Um, only six years ago. Yeah, and I'm living here uh, more than four years now, four and a half years. Right. (laughs) I waited in the waiting list of a studio space for like a year, and the first uh, studio space coming back to me was uh, Make Space. Mm -hmm. So I. I live in West London so I use Southwestern railways quite a bit Mm -hmm. and whenever I come to the central London I am coming through uh, Waterloo Right. and one of the times I saw the ad about uh, Make Space Open Studios, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I found my way, came and I admired the place. Hmm. Then I realized that's the place I see from the train. Oh, <laughs> that's yes, the mad course. place. It is. <laughs> yes, I said, oh, that's so inspiring. And then, well, it happened like this. I came here and it's been like two and a half years, I guess. I'm in MakeSpace.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's a lovely studio here. It's nice. Yeah, it's finally. Quite... I traveled within MakeSpace Studios. Oh, have you? This, this is the fourth one. <laughs> okay. This was the first one. Was and it? now it is the fourth one. But <laughs> yeah. your roots within MakeSpace yes, Studio. Yes. I, I circled all <laughs> space.
0: And the, the kind of artwork that you're doing is all about travel, isn't it? About movements and
1: Generally, people. Generally, yeah. And yeah. What,
0: what's, your, what's, the, what's the inspiration behind that?
1: <laughs> inspiration is my own story. I didn't realize I started a new series. Mm-hmm. which is about relocation. Uh, but then I I understood. When I first came here, of course, it was a big shock
2: mm-hmm. with
1: two uh, teenagers mm-hmm. by then, now young adults, my yes. children are. I thought, knowing English will help me. I can fit in very easily. And my children knows English as well. They used to study in an intense English teaching school. Mm-hmm. And... Everything would be easy, I thought.
2: Mm, mm -hmm.
1: Then, of course, in practical, it wasn't like that. No, no, no. Uh, I had the biggest challenge of my life, I guess. Realizing that I'm out of my comfort zone, totally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And realizing I am nobody here. Mm -hmm. In fact, for such a long time, I wanted to be nobody, to find my real self. Right. But I didn't have the chance. I fell in love, got married, had children. In the meantime, I was working. I was trying to do my art. Lots of things. Mm-hmm. Life happens like it's a big hassle. Yes. And many things happened. I had to change my life. hmm And I realized a couple of my friends are moving to London. Mm-hmm. And they have very close friends already living in London. Right. So I thought, well, this is your chance. There's a train about <laughs> to depart. If you get on, you get on. Otherwise, you're stuck. <laughs> so you jumped aboard? Yes, <laughs> I did. With your children? With my children. It was a big challenge, really. Yeah. Mostly the education system was a big challenge.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, I remember... Uh, Of course, I traveled quite uh, often to uh, settle down, to visualize where to live, what to do, and which school for Mm. the children, and how will I manage everything. Mm -hmm. Did your husband stay in Turkey? Uh, I lost my husband. Oh,
0: my goodness. That's
1: why I had to start all over again. again.
0: So it's like, yes, you're turning a page... Yeah. A, n- a new story yeah, yeah, a new yeah. Story.
1: There are some turning points of our lives. If you're brave enough, you can go ahead. Yeah. otherwise you become a kind of victim.
2: Yes
0: yeah. and it's being able to distinguish or realize at what point you need to make that, Yeah that make that change. yeah, yeah.
1: I refuse to be a victim. Mm. And if I stayed back in Turkey, I could I could create another life, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. but the conditions in Turkey, was not very promising. Right. I thought it will be hard. Mm-hmm. Nothing will be easy because I was never alone. All my adult life was with my husband. Right. And if I try to settle down in a country which, is, uh, which doesn't have a kind of stability mm-hmm. and hope for the future, I will never be able to succeed. Whatever the difficulty is, I need a solid ground to step on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be able to do something Yes. so this gave me a big strength at that time mm. of course moving with friends we moved like four families together oh my goodness. and there was okay. two more families which were settled here yes. I met them here but we became like relatives in a very short time mm. <laughs> So like a little community. Yeah, it it helped. Because you were all
0: new, it was new
1: for all of you then. Yeah, Yeah. of course. All the problems we were facing, all of us were facing the same problems. Mine was a little bit different because my children were older than all the rest. Right. right. Uh, I remember when we first entered, not as a tourist, but to settle down, Mm. the officer in passport control, Uh, was an indian lady she checked all of our passports she said what are you doing here i said i'm moving to uk (laughs) she said this boy is 15 years old i said yeah my son is 15 years old Hmm. she said are you out of your mind (laughs) (laughs) are you sure you want to take your children in the gcse here i said what is gcse what are you talking about (laughs) So uh, probably as a
0: mother, she was was saying, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Then I understand what she was talking
1: about. (laughs) But your children managed? They They managed. My son is going to university at the moment, Mm -hmm. and my daughter is taking A-levels this year.
0: Right.
1: They are managing very well. They fitted in. It took some time, but they were never down. Whatever difficulty we had, We were together Mm. and we aimed to solve any kind of difficulty. We became a kind of team, three of us.
0: That's great, isn't it? It is, it
1: it is great. So important as well.
0: You have that communication and connection that you could talk about all these things. too.
1: I guess that's my proudest thing, (laughs) to have a, a very open and close relationship with my children Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is important Mm -hmm. i see so many young people suffering from Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah it is not easy of course i try to just understand them and uh, leave my patterns behind and (laughs) be open it's a big thing because they're
0: growing up in a a different kind of environment it is than you do so that's hard for you also
1: to be able to
0: you can't make comparisons can you
1: if if there's really a kind of reincarnation next time I want a simple life please <laughs> well the good thing is you're laughing about it <laughs> i'm sure you're not always <laughs> laughing
0: you've now been in the uk for 6 four and a half four years four and a half years okay and and within that time you've settled yourself in the studio yeah. and you're Showing your art at exhibitions, yeah, yeah, and you've got your children through going through school, or your, yeah. your daughter's in her last year of school. Last year, so it's um, it's almost coming to another springboard, a, it a platform. It is. And what do you see is as next? What influences do you think
1: are are <laughs> helping you go in a certain direction? I I try not to make much plans. Mm-hmm. Whenever my worrying self start speaking, mm. I shut it up. <laughs> <laughs> I try to stay in the moment and yes. stay calm and enjoy what I'm doing yes. at the moment. Yes. Yeah. I try to do my best with within my circumstances. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it is hard being a human in 2020 it in does. a foreign country Mm. it it is not easy mm. Mm. if i start looking at it that way mm. it it is so heavy to carry i don't want to be in that position <laughs> no
0: no no and and it's particularly hard this year for uh, yeah. i mean across the world for Indeed. a lot of people in very difficult situations and um, i think it's it's a good point that you make to make yeah. the most of the now yeah and it's nice to have ideas and
2: plans
1: i try to go with projects not so many future plans because mm. life happens when we are making plans yes. and we need to change and adjust everything yes yeah so instead of making plans i try to have projects try to achieve things, try mm-hmm. to learn new things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. try to push my limits, not others' or life's limits. You Yes, know? yes. When I first came, I started painting with the inspiration of London, but my style changed and my, I was so confused, subjects were different, mm-hmm. but the thing, I started feeling very small.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Within my own community, um Back in Istanbul, where I used to live, yes, I realized I had so many labels. Really, yeah. In, in,
0: for example, right.
1: for example, being member of a particular family, being the mother of my two children, mm-hmm. being someone's wife, someone's daughter, and having a kind of job. I'm calling it a job because I used to run a studio, and there was a pupils coming and. I used to teach, and it, it was a job. And I teaching had, art, yeah, really? yes. And it—I used to run that place,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so organize exhibitions and doing everything. It—it it was a kind of title, mm-hmm. and it has a kind of definition yes. under it. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: I realized coming here, all my life I was trying to fill in the blanks within that title. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to fulfill whatever society was expecting from me.
2: Mm.
1: I was happy, but I don't know. It shouldn't be that. There has to be something else for everyone. Mm-hmm. There has to be a kind of very personal calling mm-hmm. in life. So I guess being out of my comfort zone gave me that luxury to be able to search really what I'm looking for in life, what I expect, why am I alive, Why am I here? Yes. What am I doing here? So, this is a kind of big, the cliche word, but awakening for me. Yes. So, it's a project in itself, really. It's a project in itself. I cannot have enough time and enough concentration to read, but I listen to audiobooks and listen to podcasts (laughs) (laughs) and try to learn more. Mm. And I observe more. And through the way my art changed. Right. I found myself painting the relocation story Mm -hmm. and as I understood what I was doing I started doing a bit of research others relocation stories, others migration stories, Mm -hmm. refugees and this is a big opportunity to live in London because this is a kind of mixture of all the world. We are living together here. Mm -hmm. And it is possible without being a member of any race, any religion, any country. We are all living here as individuals in a city and we are sharing everything.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Sometimes happily, sometimes sad, sometimes tired, sometimes angry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we are getting on with yeah. each other, yeah. somehow.
0: Yes, It is possible. It's this, as I used to say with traveling through, it's this, it's this melting pot of cultures which, which creates
1: London, which makes us A- all Londoners. And right? it is amazing, it mm. is amazingly mind-opening. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I really appreciate this, this part of living in London, it, yeah. it is something I cannot describe with words. Mm. So, I'm painting it. <laughs> painting it. So, pa- painting is also
0: your profession, although your profession... Yeah, I studied
1: graphic design. Yes. Th- and worked in advertising agencies, illustrations, this, that. Then I realized, like many of the creative work, which brings reasonable income, yes, yeah. <laughs> it didn't leave me any time to live as a person. Right. Yeah. and when I uh, wanted to have children mm-hmm. I quit my job and mm-hmm. studied one more year to be able to teach arts because after fine arts faculty we had the chance to study pedagogical information mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. teaching classes and then we were certified to teach. Right. That was uh, the plan. Okay, I didn't work in schools because children st- decided to Come a bit earlier than I planned, <laughs> but I opened my studio and taught uh, individually.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it's it is my profession. Being in London,
0: the the influences of graphic design and that background or it, that grounding
1: has actually it gave me into yes, what your yes. your style. Yeah. It, is, it gave it me meant. a lot. It mm-hmm. enriched me a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a bit hard to decide on a style a medium what to do where to start that kind of in the beginning it was too wide open yes yeah hard to find the way but well i survived Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and going on now i i like what i do i really enjoy drawing painting and my latest project, 365 drawings challenge, I'm doing today was, the, I guess... So uh, one a day, isn't it? So you're doing yeah, one, one, one a day. day. Yes. One a day, yeah. I do. It enriched me a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I find my paintings are going to a little bit different direction before mm-hmm. and after
0: and it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And for the podcast listeners, um, we'll put the, all the links to because you've got actually a special Instagram site. Yeah. For your three hundred and sixty-five yes, days, yes. and you're at day 100 and
2: 136 something it's, like yes, that. I yes, guess. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, and, and then you have another Instagram site. That is just my artist page. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And then you've got your website with with yes. all the other. All the other social media things and, <laughs> and your paintings, the way you've classified them or, or um, grouped them is quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I work in series. Mm-hmm. This series I'm doing for some time. It is called Sail to Hope, which is all about relocation, mm-hmm. migration and globalization called, caused by this relocation and people's stories especially refugees, most vulnerable people, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what makes them travel, what makes them take the big risk Mm -hmm. of migrating because they risk their lives.
0: Yes.
1: And I try to understand their perspective and I try to express what I understand. It's a kind of trying to empathize Mm -hmm. Uh, those people through my own relocation story Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: because this was the biggest challenge of my life Mm. and i had a bit of comfort zone uh, when i moved here those people don't have anything Mm. i cannot imagine even though they uh, succeed and settle most of them don't know the language that was just the biggest barrier isn't it most of them are not willing to do this Mm. they are just they just uh, run away to survive yeah they have to they have to it's not a kind of choice Mm, mm -hmm. and they have generally a very different culture Mm. it's a kind of never-ending story they are facing because Mm. they have to adapt they have to change many things willingly or unwillingly because if they are going to live here, mm. they have to be a part of this society. Mm, mm-hmm. it, it's a big thing, mm. huge issue. And terrifying, I, I imagine, it at, is at times as well. I, I imagine, yeah. I met a couple of people,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and even just a couple of people hearing their stories made me so worried and so depressed. I, I don't know it has to be something big actually mm, mm, mm-hmm. big big instinct of survival
0: yes yes and, and keep them going yeah. yes and the, the will to exactly it comes back to basics doesn't it the yeah, will to yeah. survive will to, to survive the will whatever thing. yeah yeah well i'm going to break this up with a little lightness and a bit of quick <laughs> quick quick round of questions so yeah. <laughs> um who's your favorite artist oh Who's
1: my favorite artist? Or maybe maybe that's too broad. Maybe who you, or maybe maybe it it isn't. It changes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When I first saw Anselm Kiefer, Mm -hmm. I was like shot. (laughs) (laughs) I just sat down, opened my eyes wide, and looked at it like I couldn't just turn my head. It was so deep. But I cannot say just one Mm. name. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed with Grayson Perry's work. Mm-hmm. The way he expresses everything in his very own unique and free way.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: adore his work. And
0: yes. well, he's opened the nation's eyes, I think, to art. Yeah, not not everybody, but I think a lot of people. A lot, of people. Yes. A
1: so lot of people. A lot of people. Big influence. And he's a kind of warrior of art. He I is. Guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. On the other hand, IYY, why, why, I'm just amazed seeing his work.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I'm amazed to see Marina Abramovic's work. I follow uh, contemporary artists from Turkey, from uh, UK and all around. And everybody has a different way of doing art, way mm-hmm. of expressing what they think what they feel mm. and the variety is itself
2: yes yes
1: it, it is very inspiring
0: yeah where's your favorite place in London that gives you inspiration do you have a place that you like
1: to go to? all the parks mm-hmm. I cannot say this park particular but anywhere I walk any neighborhood I find a big park hmm which is very inspiring <laughs> and when I'm walking among those huge trees I feel something else it is it is amazing really where have you been most recently as I said I live in West London mm-hmm. one of the mornings I went to Marble Hill Park in Twickenham right and sat down looking at Richmond Hill through the river I sat down and drew my drawing Did of you, the day. Of the I day, d- yes. It is amazing. And yes. uh, I was looking at, uh, I guess it was Peter Schmotel in front of me. And then I turned back, I saw that huge tree, must be at least 300 years old, mm-hmm. something like, that. I cannot hug that <laughs> big. <laughs> and it is amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I really enjoy this is a very big uh, megapole, and within the city we have huge parks.
2: Yes, okay. and
1: we are still grounded with nature. This is this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I really love it. Yes, it's as I say, lots of little oxygen lungs all
0: around yes. London, which allows you to go and, and breathe and just relax and have a bit of a connection with nature yeah. as you say. recharge. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> what's the thing that you like to do most in your neighborhood in is it West Kensington you said yeah.
1: No, West West London. I live London. in Isleworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Kensington is a little bit too posh yes. for an artist. <laughs> 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 I like visiting though. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so in Isleworth what yes. is I like uh, we are very close to the river again. Mm-hmm. I like taking long walks by yes. the river mm-hmm. looking at the birds and the trees. Listening to my audiobooks. I really enjoy being myself.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing, I guess. I don't need to do anything special. I don't need to fill any kind of social box mm-hmm. to be outside yes. in London.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm me, and that's enough. That's enough. yes. Yeah. Nice answer. I like that. <laughs>
0: okay so we're on to our second round of of questions here and so obviously you're originally from turkey Mm -hmm. and were you were you were you born in istanbul yeah i was born and raised in istanbul even for the university i didn't go anywhere else i love istanbul it's it's one of my one of my favorite cities every time i've gone there i've had a, a fantastic experience and yeah it's the food it's the it's the culture it's the smells and the spices yeah. and the markets and everything is that for you i mean it's so incredibly different there to to london it is and that in itself is it, it's almost it's the noise it's the sounds it's the it's so many things yeah at, compared to london which is so very different it is, and, and maybe that's why I love Istanbul because it is so very different. And maybe that's maybe why you love London because <laughs> it's, it's yeah you you get engulfed or absorbed into, in into Istanbul life. I find. I mean, there's so many things that Istanbul has. Can you find when you want
1: to? Can you find those here in London? Do you? Everything is different because life is changing so fast, mm-hmm. and Istanbul is being run with a kind of very different mindset than mine mm-hmm. for such a long time so the istanbul i grew up mm. is not there anymore really okay yeah. so it's everything is changing so fast yes and this this hurts a bit mm. and hard to live in istanbul mm. Amazing to be a tourist, mm-hmm. but it is really hard to live in Istanbul because it's a, a really big megapole. Yes. But it's not very well organized. Mm. So, if it's not very well organized, which means whatever you need to do, uh, for example, things with traffic, things, uh, some kind of, if you need a legal paper, for example, government mm. works. These are too difficult, take so much time. Mm, mm-hmm. You need to know someone mm. to fix it for you. Right,
2: right,
1: You know? It's not like open the system, yeah, put the password and get the paper right. It's not something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it is as it grows mm. out of control mm. and it is out of control, life becomes harsher and harsher. Mm, mm-hmm. If, you're, if you don't have anything if, you're, if you just have a very simple life mm. like just work and your own life you're not responsible for anybody else or anything else Yes, that could be manageable mm. but having a family, raising children mm. education, travel social life everything, family, mm. relationships friends, so hard so mm. hard. Mm. So, everybody asks me that if I miss Istanbul or not. I really miss Istanbul in my childhood. Yes. Yeah. Not today's Istanbul. Today's Istanbul is something else. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, I do enjoy when I go. Mm-hmm. I I'm not saying something bad. No, but no. I wouldn't want to go back and live in Istanbul. It's so hard.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So from your from your childhood,
0: uh, your the memories, uh, those are the things that you hold on to. It's, mm-hmm. What are what are some of the what's one of your fondest memories of of Istanbul that you maybe tell? Ta- ha- do you tell your, your children? Because I know your children obviously they were also in Istanbul, uh-huh. but did they were they actually growing up in a different Istanbul? To
1: they you? did. it, so it, it they was different. Yeah, your it Istanbul. was different. My fondest memory. I was in secondary school, I just started secondary school, I guess. My best friend and I, in summer holidays, which is three months is in, in so Turkey, hard. because summer is quite hot. long, that's I'm why, very hot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we were walking together, going mm-hmm. back and forth, and taking different routes all the time,
2: mm.
1: and biggest difference between London and Istanbul, Istanbul doesn't have so many closed roads. You can change your route and reach the same space if you have a kind of sense of navigation inside. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't work here. Okay. We took a different route and we were passing through a very old, wooden, old style Istanbul house, like Ottoman style yes. Istanbul house, but They're a beautiful. modest one, not yeah. a, like small palace very modest yes but there is a certain characteristic of it we always uh, went past through that house but we never saw that tree because it bloomed that day right i don't know the name of that tree i will find it out it's a kind of japanese tree let me let me find it out for you it bloomed Pink bloomed uh, flowers on the tree, like the cherry blossom. Is it cherry blossom? No, yeah. it's it's like um, we call it guli It looks like a silk fan. Okay. Pink. Yes. Very small, and mm. the flowers are this. It is a kind of magical thing. It's mm. not a tree with uh, leaves and this and that. It is just like tiny, tiny silk ropes pink Mm -hmm. just building up that fan and the flower is this and it's tiny Mm. and it's covered all the um, tree Wow, it was something like shocking view (laughs) from my childhood this moment I never can forget it was a very warm summer day yes we were thirsty, tired, we were just walking, oh, why are we outside, why (laughs) are we (laughs) walking now, (laughs) we should be at home kind of thing, then we just looked up and saw the tree, and then we just looked at each other, we were both amazed with what we have seen, it was something, a magical moment, yeah, yeah, yes, yes,
0: but is that, is that tree, was that a one-off tree or can you find those trees in Istanbul
2: yeah 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 yeah
1: I can we can find them and even I found those trees here as well Okay. I guess it was uh, brought from China Mm -hmm. should be Mm -hmm. uh, and grown in Istanbul like the climate and there are many not in public uh, places, but private gardens. Okay. you yeah. find it. Oh, you've got me intrigued love. now. I'm going to be on <laughs> Google when we finish now trying to find it. Yeah, I will it, so. find it after, okay. after we speak. We'll put it in the
0: show notes yeah. so that all the podcast listeners can <laughs> see, know which the, which tree we're talking about. You've obviously gone back to Istanbul for holidays since moving yeah, here. Of course. I know it's a different Istanbul. So as a result, do you see it's an Istanbul that's now behind you for the moment anyway or do you have within you a sense that maybe one day you
1: will go back maybe to turkey generally not istanbul turkey could be Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but istanbul i don't think i would go back and live in istanbul ever again Mm -hmm. even turkey is very questionable Mm. i like living here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel at home Mm. even though my roots are in Turkey I don't feel a kind of like a foreigner because most of us are foreigners we are yes we all come from and we are all welcome here that's Mm. a big thing Mm. very important thing Mm. being welcome in a different place so it is very valuable and I find so many things which feeds my art and feeds me as a person Mm -hmm. for example the art I used to see from the books I can go and see, yes, in, in National Galleries. Gallery yeah. or British Museum, whatever. Yes, you know, yeah. it's just like reachable, mm. and it's very important mm. to have that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as an art. Being an artist, it it feeds art feeds itself within its history, within its preservation, to see how art is being uh, treated, respected how it's valued mm. it is a big motivation right, right so i don't think i would be able to give it up <laughs> okay it's got under your skin <laughs> yeah, 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 and
0: it's actually something particularly uh, when you've been here a long time like myself although i have been away too that you almost take for granted but actually i think currently because with, with so many things having shots and all the rest of it it's made Made what certainly made me appreciate more all the things that I I haven't done and I must do or I should do and and now that things are opening up on a certain level and you can go and visit now I think it's actually even though you have to wear a mask and walking, you need to book in advance and you need to book in, <laughs> in advance so I suppose two maybe they're two small concessions maybe they're big concessions but to to be able to go and almost have the the experience to yourself because the crowds aren't Aren't there at the moment, mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. it would be a very special thing to do, but
1: I haven't done it yet. Have you, have you, Irene? Yeah, yeah. After the lockdown, I visited British Museum, mm-hmm. I visited the uh, private galleries, a couple of them. Of course, we're opening exhibitions, yes, yes. and uh, artist pool has been quite busy, yes, with uh, exhibitions in London, in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. and yeah, I have seen a couple of things.
0: In the big spaces and the big music, big art galleries, has that been quite a, a unique experience at the moment for you compared to before?
1: It was. I visited British Museum and I felt so weird. Mm-hmm. We were being uh, allowed one by one and there was a kind of route you cannot walk backwards you need to follow the route mm-hmm. of course masks were on that's okay and it was only the ground floor i uh, i was planning to go upstairs to see the ex libris collection
0: yes but you weren't allowed to i
1: wasn't allowed oh. to uh-huh. my daughter was with me she she was planning to see the uh, greek mythology related sculptures We we. We have seen those, that, that was good, but I couldn't see the ex <laughs>
0: So, okay, I wonder if it's now
1: open there? Upstairs, I don't think it's still mm. open.
0: Okay. Going on from your Turkish roots, mm-hmm. just a quick round of questions again, relating to, to your, your childhood and growing up in Turkey. Is um, What's your favorite
1: Turkish food? So many Turkish foods are so favorable. <laughs> <laughs> When someone asks, the first thing coming in my mind is karniyarik, which is a kind of aubergine dish Mm -hmm. with with minced beef and some seasonings. Baked in the oven, is it? Baked in in the oven, yeah. Yeah. It's so yummy. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) And a sweet dish? Uh, Gullaç. Gullaç is made with starch, not flour, Mm -hmm. and um, milk and rose essence Mm -hmm. and some of course sugar some walnuts it's a very light sweet generally you eat it after your dinner in ramadan Mm. this one is a very moist dish is it a cake it it is like kind of bakery very thin layers you buy it like thin dried layers then you get them wet with uh, sweetened milk, mm-hmm. and put uh, some uh, grounded walnuts. Yeah. And on top, you put just a bit of rose water. Do you call it rose mm-hmm. water? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To give it a little bit flavor. Okay. And you can put some pomegranate uh, bits. See, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Can you get that here?
1: Yeah, I found it. But of course, you need to make it you you buy it dried yeah, yeah. and you make okay. i'll make it for you <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. i couldn't describe sorry no, no, i'm just wondering whether you could actually whether you can whether
0: you can actually buy that sweet here in a, or a maybe turkish in or
1: big big turkish restaurants if they can sell it i'm not so sure okay um what's your favorite british food i my favorite british food most favorite thing is the variety mm-hmm. of the world cuisines. Okay, <laughs> right. everything being able to find everything. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really like fish and chips, nice <laughs> burgers, fish cake, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fish and chips by the sea. Yeah, always good. Yeah, definitely.
0: If you were to go for a picnic in London on a sunny
1: day, mm-hmm. where would you go? I would go probably park by Thames. There are a couple of places in Richmond I go with my friends but the aim is seeing new places not picnic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just a sideline. <laughs>
0: and um, where would you go for a picnic if it was rainy or cold?
1: Picnic if it's if it was rainy or cold is not a very Turkish thing. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> this
1: is a British picnic. <laughs> but would you go somewhere? i could go somewhere i could go somewhere a park where i can find a pub nearby okay i would be okay with that <laughs> right i would i would i would be okay walking under the rain yes but then being able to dry and chillax in a cozy place okay
0: all right <laughs> want a third round now okay if you could live
1: anywhere in london where would it be hard question i have this dilemma because my children are growing yes i'm just thinking Should I live in the center of London in a small flat and be very close to my studio and all the art events? Mm -hmm. And then I take a walk uh, under the trees and think, I should be living in countryside. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I guess I I'm in a good place because I can come to the central London with just one train mm-hmm. and I can walk in the big parks within walking distance and yeah. I can consider myself a lucky person in terms of that actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're happy where, where you are I,
0: the I am I right. am, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yes. What is it about London that makes you want to stay? Is it the people, the culture,
1: the food? Diversity. The diversity, yeah. Because it gives me a kind of hope and confidence to live among all these different background people. I don't feel that much of an outsider. That's a big thing.
0: Mm. And within your
1: neighborhood, are you quite um, a diverse it is. It is a very diverse group. It is a very diverse group. Uh, it is generally professionals, li- uh, working uh, within the transport links, and mm-hmm. uh, some old people who settled down many years ago. Some young people who who are searching for good schools. Mm-hmm. So it is. It is a good kind of combination mm, one uh, right hand side uh, my neighbor is a bulgarian family mm-hmm. the other uh, side they are a canadian family
2: mm-hmm.
1: opposite me is a very old lady she has been lived there forever <laughs> 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 you know she's a londoner then. <laughs> yeah yeah lovely it is nice yeah. it is nice yeah. yeah i i like it the, the neighborhood and the sense of privacy as well.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So when you came here you did you feel that
0: you had lost an identity and now you're building a new identity or do you see it as an opportunity to become someone else?
1: I thought I would become someone else. I left an identity and I will become somebody else. Then I realized no I'm me. <laughs> Wherever I go, it will be me. Yes, yeah. And you can't run away from that. <laughs> yeah, indeed. The, the good thing about being in London or being away is really I don't need to do, do any kind of part, particular role in a society.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, can, I can fill in the blanks. With my intuitions, myself, Uh, what I feel like doing and what I don't feel like doing, what is right for me. Mm -hmm. And of course, it should be right for the society. I'm not a criminal, thank (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, I, I thought it will be something totally different. But what is different? Yeah, I don't have that pressure.
0: So has it given you a sense of freedom to decide rather than yes. the decisions being made
1: for you because of because of the society all the way yeah. It was structured Yeah.
2: Before?
1: but you know when when you're in it you don't feel it no, that way no, no. you still think you're deciding on everything yes yeah. but the society gives it to you in such a way that you don't have any other option to decide <laughs> But when you're inside that loop, yes, you're yep. not able to see that. Mm, mm-hmm. Very true. I, I can see that now, but yep. whatever decision I take is not very different than what I used to take because it's still me.
0: Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> what place in the UK has had the biggest impact on you? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Have you travelled much in the,
1: in the UK? I travelled some i cannot say much because there are so many places i want to see more yes. i love edinburgh mm-hmm. it's a lovely city if i feel courage uh, enough to visit in winter <laughs> then i can say <laughs> um, but it's a lovely city yeah mm. so there's yeah. a lot of rain in the winter
0: yeah used to be a lot of snow but it's yeah. cold and windy and rainy
1: basically yeah. <laughs> very doer as they say it, it is not easy it is not easy cold okay but when it's with the wind it's so harsh yes it goes right through you yeah and when you add the rain it's killing
2: for me
0: <laughs> well i grew up wearing a thermal vest even in the summer right up until i left Edinburgh. really i just kind I moved to yeah, move I to, moved to London suddenly. Uh, yeah, oh, so felt warmer. <laughs> so I can yeah. take this level vest off finally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we opened the exhibition in uh, the middle of August. Mm-hmm. We had to wear our jackets inside the t-shirt because whenever the sun shines, Mm. it it becomes warm.
0: Yes, so you're apparently taking... Yeah, but
1: just one cloud passing through is enough for (laughs) you to feel (laughs) cold. It's it's an interesting weather. But you'd say Edinburgh has had an impact. Yeah, Yeah. but I I loved Lake District. I visited Bath. It's an amazing city. Mm. I I really liked uh, the vibe in uh, Brighton. Yes. I, I really enjoyed Hastings mm-hmm. and... Good fish and chips in Hastings. Yeah. Lovely pubs. Yes. And lovely people. Nature-wise, Lake District was kind it's of magic. Sense. It's something else. It yeah. is something else. Mm. It is a kind of really sit down and write a poem kind <laughs> of thing. <laughs>
0: Another couple of fun questions for okay. you. If you could jump into a helicopter... Mm. right this moment where would you go?
1: that would be fun though (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see all of London with a bird's eye that would be fantastic
0: yes if you had to leave the UK Mm -hmm. move somewhere else what would be the one thing that you would take with you that reminded you of Britain? tea the tea (laughs) (laughs) in tea leaf form or tea bag form?
1: Leaf form, definitely, mm-hmm. but without milk.
0: Okay. Oh, and do you have a favorite tea? Love
1: Portman Masons Earl Grey tea. Do It's, you? it's be- becoming like an ad here. Sorry. You're uh, <laughs> you're addictive. Have you? I I really love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: um Noted. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ad. So through your artwork, perhaps we haven't really discussed this as yet. Your artwork, and your art is your way of of living it is But what would be one piece of advice you would give an artist wanting to set up in london
1: a lot of patience a lot of courage and quite a bit of budget Mm -hmm. till the time the stars shine (laughs) for you you know it takes a while It, it takes a while yes it takes a
0: while and is that down to the number of exhibitions or where you exhibit
1: it will be very classic, I know, but it is all about being in the right place at the right time and meeting right people. But it is not just that. You need to work as if something will happen tomorrow and you need to keep up with it I all see. the time. Right. Even when the doors are closing all the time. Mm-hmm. You need to keep up the work as if something, as if Tate Modern will invite you to have a personal uh, solo show mm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to work that hard. So all you have the time. to be ready. Yeah, almost.
0: and I, I imagine it's a, to have a, a real belief
1: that this
0: yeah. th- this moment will arrive. Yeah, Ooh.
1: my own experience believing in success in terms of others' appreciation. When I decided that that's not the right thing, I just need to satisfy my artist child inside Mm -hmm. things started happening interesting because it is the courage, the openness willing to take risks Mm -hmm. whatever you feel inside, your art shows it Mm -hmm. directly Mm -hmm. and the observer sees it Mm -hmm. so if you want to succeed you just need to do your art for doing your art's sake the rest will come of course we need the rest but it will come itself I, if it's the focus that that's not a right focus mm. so for example the piece that's
0: sitting on the easel here uh-huh. um, could you explain this one to me? what we'll do is we'll put a photograph of it on oh, so lovely. that people will, will see <laughs> it with you
1: and okay this this piece is uh, one of "Sale to Hope series again but my "Sale to Hope series started with the idea of immigration and the risks people take and globalization. It is still like that, but this one has a little bit different approach. It is the journey of life, actually. Mm-hmm. We are maturing mm-hmm. and we are changing all through the life and uh, trying to find a kind of Purpose for our own very self all through the life mm-hmm. and this is a kind of searching the light within you and of course we have planets there yes. and there is a kind of framing there it's, it is the life gives us a frame it, it just gives us some social identities and within that identities we try to reach wherever we aim to Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and And you have the little people little people they are traveling through the light yes so nature is there the universe is there and the biggest source the light is there Mm
0: -hmm. and it's almost like you've overlaid to a postcard on top of a postcard or a or a or a photograph on top of a photograph Uh is is that Uh
1: it's a kind of how they cut diamonds as well okay it is Is it it is a frame yes and it's a kind of adding value kind of frame right which which we do in social life Mm -hmm. we frame everything we label everything Mm -hmm. give names to everything yes we do we do like structuring things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but is everything within that structure? No. Mm. no, no. So there is the frame, but frame is not outside; it is inside. inside. Yes, yeah. And the the
0: the colors that you've chosen to use—very lots of greens, and blues—and
1: I mean, it's beautiful. Green and blue together gives me the sense of nature. Mm-hmm. I guess it it gives everyone the same feeling. And yeah yeah i i feel very grounded when i'm surrounded by greens and blues Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to emphasize it yeah yeah it's a kind of inner journey so the inner journey has to be tranquil
0: yes and it looks like roots of and on the, on this bit here or is that
1: just it is it is random splashes of a paint and i like using it that way mm. in the background mm-hmm. and cover it partially and leave partially that mm. layers and textures give depth to my painting and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People see different things within yeah, that as well, yeah. don't they? Yeah, it, it gives nice. the observer opportunity to have their own story Yes. Yeah. within the uh, painting. Yes.
0: And this painting, has it got a title? I
1: said it is one of the Sail to Hope series. It, mm-hmm. if, if it is so, it should be, I guess, the 35th or 34th.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't give names to my Sail to Hope series. Okay. When I do series, I try... To avoid giving naming them, yeah, you just number them. Instead. I just number yeah. them, yeah. yes, okay. as a sequence. Yeah.
0: yeah, and for the podcast listeners, again, this is this on your website for people this to see. Is, this, this is this is the latest one, the latest so one. it's not anywhere. <gasps> wow. Okay, <laughs> so the podcast listeners are getting a sneak preview. <laughs> uh, is it finished or nearly finished? Yeah, it is finished. finished. It is finished. Okay. So, what are you going to be working on next?
1: Sail to hope is a little bit changing, like a kind of inner journey. Mm-hmm. So I will just let it be, right, and see what it will become. Okay. Actually, mm-hmm. so I cannot say whatever I say would be just misdirecting you, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm in in the middle of a kind of changing situation. Yes. Of course, we we'll have been through such an experience. Mm. Nothing. Is the same no nobody can stay the same mm, mm-hmm. so I will see what will reflect on my art <laughs> okay and
0: with the 365 oh yes. days one so the end of this you're
1: planning to have an exhibition I will have an exhibition mm-hmm. 365 drawings challenge started on my birthday mm-hmm. yeah. Which date is 12th of May okay and my next birthday it will finish, and I will be fifty years old. Oh, yeah! So that, a that's the thing. moment. I, yeah, that's I thought, it. well, I will become fifty. I should do something special <laughs> about it.
0: <laughs> your inspiration to start on your birthday—did it come?
1: Did that happen on your birthday, or had you been no, thinking no, about I, it I before? No, no. I have been thinking about this for a, a long of time. Of... I started thinking about it on. December. Mm -hmm. Uh, On December I uh, joined this uh, webinar series called Art MBA and some professionals talked about their experiences and how they succeed in their art career. One of the speakers was Wilpu who is most probably the teacher of so many uh, famous artists at the moment he is, he should be around his late 80s Will, Will Poo, Will Poo okay. and he said and he's a figurative artist and draws mostly more than painting mm-hmm. and he draws like Renaissance masters right and he said during his talk every day he gets up very early and he goes to his study room and draws from old masters, Renaissance masters, okay. every day.
0: Every day. Does it?
1: Without doing anything else. And he said, This is my practice, which keeps me up to date with my work. This is my exercise. I don't lose the control of my hand at all. And this is my meditation. Wow. I keep my mental health and physical health as well, Mm -hmm. uh, through this practice, he said. I was very impressed with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I started thinking of doing something like this. But I knew if I didn't commit to something, with the first difficulty, (laughs) I will try to find excuses, you know? Then I thought, if I publish it, Just for the sake of not being embarrassed in front of people,
2: (laughs) I will go on. (laughs) You
1: you don't want to shame yourself. Yes. (laughs) It it took me some time to decide and have the courage to start. Mm. And yeah, I started on my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was in the middle of the lockdown. I thought this might inspire some people and if I can help a couple of people to have a hobby that's good for me Mm. you know I I would be doing something good for the society then Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's why it started like that at first days I started with observational drawing Mm. Uh, because I really wanted to inspire people yes. I didn't want to scare anybody <laughs> <laughs> but then I was so bored <laughs> that's okay, not me not you.
0: <laughs> isn't that interesting so you, you fell naturally into a style that you are comfortable with yeah. and that you know then that you will continue doing otherwise yeah, 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 yeah. It, Indeed, these challenges are hard enough so why make it
1: even harder indeed. for yourself indeed uh, in the beginning it was a little bit worrying mm-hmm. because it is like putting your diary in front of people it is what i think mm. it is what i feel it is me just mm. mm-hmm. exposing myself yeah. <laughs> every day for every 365 day. days then i felt what the hell we are all human and we are all the same aren't we a part of the big whole. we are all connected so there is no hiding <laughs> from anybody because we are all one yes yeah
0: and we all have the similar fears and concerns yeah, weaknesses. and weaknesses and yeah, challenges of course of
1: course we do mistakes we yeah. fail we fall down we just stand up again mm-hmm. we do an, uh, another mistake we learn from it as well yeah. this is being human <laughs> and I
0: suppose one of the things about human is when someone puts themselves out there in this way how much support you realize that you get as a result of doing it which you cannot possibly imagine before you do actually put yourself out there i'm
1: sure some people criticize my work there Mm -hmm. but they never give negative feedback they always say positive things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. art is something like that everybody cannot like Mm
2: -hmm. one piece of art Mm.
1: not not all art for everyone. I'm sure some people don't like it at all. (laughs) But they don't declare it. Whatever feedback I get, it's always positive. That's very encouraging and I'm very thankful for my (laughs) audience. (laughs) And do you know
0: whether you've inspired others to do something similar? Has anybody...
1: Some artist friends posted their drawings and uh, others uh, post their drawings using my hashtags and tag my uh, account yes i share it
0: okay and yeah.
1: at the end of the project i will have the exhibition with my work yes. but i will do video of the process of this project including their work as well
2: okay
1: so it, there will probably. be a video running yes. through the exhibition so it is a, a kind of growing Slowly but growing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
0: So Ezra, you've got a number of Instagram sites. Is there any particular one?
1: My main Instagram would be better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because three hundred and sixty-five is just about three hundred and sixty-five drawings sure. challenge. Yeah. And whatever I draw there I share in the stories of my main account anyway.
0: Okay. The main account is
1: EKG underscore Art underscore studio, which is the hardest <laughs> <laughs> no, name I guess. EKG
0: underscore art underscore, underscore studio. studio. Okay, but we'll put it in the show notes. Oh, anyways, thank you. So. <laughs> um We've finished all the questions, but is there anything else that you would like to add, or something that you feel that I should have asked you and I haven't asked you, oh, <laughs> or anything? Thank with, you. That you want it, to, it was a lovely chat. From my perspective, it's lovely to have your honesty and also such an introduction into how the challenges that you face coming to London and the life that you left behind in Istanbul that probably you know the sadness also and starting again and so positively and confidently and you your children are, are now going into the the big bad world of London themselves and and they'll be forging their own paths too yeah and it's you're very exciting though. it is <laughs> I mean it must be incredibly exciting and I have either of them become artists are they? They? both <laughs> Oh, well there your work is done definitely then <laughs> well Esra, it's been absolute pleasure to talk to you today thank you and to have you as part of this second series of, of the London pool thank you so much to all our podcast listeners out there I hope it's been inspiring for you and you have enjoyed the chat today Um, of course we'll put all the different social media links and Ezra's website link there for you to look up take a look hopefully those of you in London will come and support the next exhibition do we know when the Uh, next
1: one will be? uh, not at the moment actually we are just finishing one exhibition this weekend Right. and I just want to give it a little bit break bit and concentrate o- on the new works yes and maybe. then we will see but definitely next summer either june or july i will have the exhibition for 365 drawings challenge brilliant
0: okay so we'll definitely watch out for that and keep <laughs> keep, keep our podcast listeners posted on on that one Thank you. um But meantime, it's goodbye from Lakespace Studios in Waterloo. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and have got some takeaways from our chat. I'll be back again next week with another podcast guest on the Travelling Through podcast. Check it out on my website at travellingthrough.co.uk. There's links to my Instagram and Facebook pages too. The London Pool. What draws you? What influences you? and what makes you build an independent business life here. Welcome to my awesome podcast series. But for now, take care and thanks for listening.